And welcome back. All rise for the Honorable Judge Chris Menard. Thank you, thank you very much. Uh, we're here today uh, settling a dispute. We have uh, the plaintiff, Mr. Rashad Evans, uh, wanting to file a divorce with the defendant, Mrs. Lakita Evans. Now, please, Mr. Rashad Evans, tell me what grounds you have to file this divorce. You know what I'm saying? So, what ended up happening was I was in the house with this girl, man, and she was talking all about uh, just going and getting some, uh, some tacos or something, man. And uh, what ended up happening was I said, let's go get some tacos. She said, show. And then old girl come up in the house and say I cheating on her or something. I don't know what she talking about. But she busted up my TV. She then pulled the whole thing of paint on my car. And uh, I need I need damages for that. Now, let me stop you right there, Mr. Evans. Miss Evans, is that true you busted up his TV? Is that true? Your Honor, you don't understand. It was my best friend. My best friend. He was cheating in the house of my best friend. Now, Mr. Rashad Evans, is it true were you cheating with her best friend? I wouldn't say it was cheating, though. I mean, we were in the house and we were, we were eating some tacos and stuff, but, like, I wouldn't say we were cheating or nothing. I mean, it might have been, like, a little peck on the cheek, but, like, it wasn't no cheating or nothing. Now, Mrs. Evans, that does not give you no right to go and bust up his TV. You're not a three-year-old. You're not throwing a temper tantrum. Yes, should he have been cheating? No, he shouldn't have. But that doesn't give you the right to throw a tantrum like a three-year-old. You want to tell him about what happened? You want to tell him what happened about Thursday now, Ms. night? That Thursday now, Ms. Night Evans, Ms. Evans, I'm not interested in what happened last week, last year, last two hours ago. We're talking about the night of October 19th. Did you bust up that television? I think it's all there in the police report, but I'm telling you it was because he was cheap judgment for the plaintiff in the amount of three thousand two hundred dollars and fifty seven cents thank you good day hi i'm micah and i'm chris and this is the donut box podcast I love those shows, man. I don't know about you, but I love, like, uh, all those court shows. Even, like, the most cheesy of them, even, like, the most B-rated ones, I love some court shows. I don't know about you. Yeah, it's a great way to start off the day before Valentine's, though, I guess. But, you know, I like watching Divorce Court. I know you shouldn't be happy about someone getting divorced, but they get pretty interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Well, welcome to season two episode 12 it is our valentine's day episode and whether you like valentine's day or you're like eh, valentine's day is not my thing well we got a little bit of everything for you guys so we just want to thank everybody from around the globe who's listening and contributing all the time i mean shoot we got our a1 since day ones and y'all know who y'all are y'all are the trash can ogs we really appreciate it so, Chris, you ready to kick this thing off with our old-fashioned donut? Our old-fashioned donut today, we're going to talk about our first dates. So, Chris, you want to start off with your first date and how it went? Yeah, so I think, I don't know, I've had a couple group dates, but I think my first official first date um, that I guess I can go on the record and talk about, because I originally had original first date that I kind of had to like sneak behind my parents back. And so it was like, I met up with my then girlfriend at the time at the movies and we had a third wheel named Patty Ice to kind of cover for us. But that wasn't the first date. My first official first date uh, was when I was in a high school. I was a sophomore and my parents actually approved this one. I was 16. I've been working 
Um, and I had actually just gotten a promotion. And so I asked this girl, we'll call her um, Ashley. That's not her name. But she was in my chemistry class. And we kind of had a thing uh, for a while all through high school. And I was like, hey, I got a promotion. And she was like, well, we should go out and celebrate. And I was like, oh, is this a date? And I thought it was a date. I don't know if she considered it a date or not. So Ashley, if you're listening, I don't know if you thought it was a date or not. But we decided to go to Miyabi's, which was a nice Japanese steakhouse. And I remember asking my parents and my parents totally told me, hey, it's okay. You can go. You're, you're 16. You have your own car. You have your own money. It's okay. You can go. Well, I don't know if her parents were too keen about the idea because I remember we met up there separately. And I just remember like my dad, I think my car was like in the shop or something. And my dad dropped me off and he was like, do you want me to wait around till she shows up? And I was like, no, I don't want you to wait around. So I remember um, sitting there in the lobby of Miyabi's waiting on her to show up and her dad comes in and she's not there. And I'm like, oh, this ain't good. And she was like, he was like, yeah, um, are you Christopher? And I was like, yes, sir. And he was like, yeah, Ashley's been trying to text you. And it was at the time, to take it back, kids, when you didn't have unlimited texting or unlimited data on your phone. And so I could text people that were in the Verizon plan, but she was outside the Verizon plan. So I only had so many text messages that month and I ran out of text messages. So I didn't get her text messages. And I was like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get her text message. He was like, oh. He was like, I figured that might have happened. He was like, well, he was like, I guess it's okay if she comes in and goes on a date with you. And I was like, okay. So I think he was trying to fill me out. I think he was trying to test me out. And then uh, she came in and we had a nice time at Miyabi's. And then her, I think I took her home. And yeah, it was a nice time. It was great. Uh, so yeah, we had a few more dates after that. and It was all good. Well, the official first date I was supposed to have was supposed to be that Christmas banquet where um, I showed up to the young lady's house and she was like, oh, yeah, I'm not going. Uh, so we all know how that goes from a previous episode. But uh, my actual first date, I took this young lady out to um, I'm trying to remember what the restaurant was. It's a chain restaurant. Um, wasn't Logan's Roadhouse, I don't think. I'm trying to think of it. It's not Chili's, not Applebee's. It's it's something along those lines. It's kind of... What kind of food did they serve? A typical American fare. Um, but, like, they had some... Was it TGI, TGI Fridays? Was it that? Maybe. Okay, so it's, it's one of those type restaurants, though. I'll just say that. I might remember it by the end of this. Um, but we, I ended up taking her there. And problem was, I, at the time, had a job where I was making a good amount of money for my age. And so I was like, yeah. And so I bragged about how much money I had. Well, this young lady decided she was going to run up the tab with, uh, the surf and turf combo, AKA steak. And I think it was, it was like steak and shrimp, I think is what was on the, the docket there. And then she ordered an appetizer and dessert and like special, fruity drinks that cost like six bucks a pop remember it was not a very good time was this when we were still living in georgia no oh okay see i i like the thing was i was like talked to females but i never really went on any dates until i moved out to texas and then when i moved out to texas that's when i actually went on a few dates i think it's like common courtesy etiquette to um not order the most expensive thing on the menu or if you are at least don't order an appetizer or a fruity drink 
or whatnot. I feel like that's just common courtesy. Even if you're not on a date, like if someone else is paying, you know what I mean? And I feel like the appetizer was something, it was not like a cheap appetizer. It was something kind of expensive. It was like shrimp covered mushrooms or something. You know what I mean? It was, it wasn't like a cheap thing. And then the dessert, I would never forget. It was tiramisu and like some are really good, but the other some have you ever had some it's like really powdery like they put all that powder stuff on there and it was just real dry i just remember being like man and i remember the tab was like 100 bucks for the two of us and i remember like my end of it was maybe 20 of it unless it's like a specialty place that is known for a certain dessert i don't usually get desserts at restaurants because you never know how it's gonna go and then number two appetizers should only be ordered if the whole table agrees on it, right? It's like, hey, you guys want to share some cheese sticks or some onion rings? Not like, oh yeah, we're just going to get some onion rings. I feel like that should be an agreed decision. Yeah, well, let's just say that uh, that was the first and only date that I had. And after that, I didn't go on another like formal date with anybody for quite a bit of time. And what I mean by that is like, I don't know... Here's let me ask you this: Would you count like senior in high school, uh, freshman in college, like going and getting breakfast with somebody, like getting a bagel? Would you consider that a date? I didn't really consider it a date. It was just more like I'm gonna go get food before I go to school. Well, I think it's a date. You're like, hey, we're gonna have a breakfast date. We're gonna go grab bagels together. I'd I'd consider that a date probably. Well, we had a I had a lot of those, I guess, but. Yeah, so, but the first date didn't go, like, I guess the first formal date didn't go too well. I hear you, man. It's kind of, like, uh, weird. Dates are weird, man. Like, especially, um, like, if you haven't dated in a long time, like, after my divorce and, like, dating, it was weird. It's really weird, bro. Yeah, and I'll say this, too. Moving regions, like, moving from Georgia to Texas, it was two different things. Like, dating was totally different in both places, in my opinion. Like, what do you mean? The ladies were different, if I can say so and i'm not just talking about like looks or ideals or things like that the expectations of what a date is is that what you're saying yeah exactly exactly like the expectations were were different for girls from georgia there was different like i feel like more of the southerly things were required in georgia i guess um like when i came to texas for instance so yeah, you have like the opening the car door and kind of the chivalrous acts and that sort of thing, but it's not as required. I felt like in Georgia, it was like the females would get straight up offended, like, how dare you not open that door for me, at least in my experiences. Texas girls are strong, independent, and they don't need a man to <laughs> open their door, but there's nothing wrong with that. I get what you're saying, though. I mean... No, it's... And I'm not saying anything's wrong with either one. I'm just saying... I, I feel like it's just two different they're just two different animals yep it's just two different animals kind of a thing type (laughs) deal right inside joke all right so we're gonna move forward um so we got a different segment today instead of the jelly donut so chris what do we got on the docket man uh so it's gonna be called tie your shoes because you tripping or the heart-shaped donut because uh these are about worst first dates um sounds sounds like micah had a pretty bad first date mine wasn't so bad but uh these people had some worst first dates, and I and I did I, when I first looked at them. A lot of them were from females, and so I had to do some digging so I could get like both ends of the spectrum. Because not all guys are scumbags, and not all girls are scumbags. So I got some on both sides of the aisle. Um, what did I say? Like it was political. Um, anyways, but all right, this first one. Uh, worst first date. 
they went back to this girl's place, and while they were in the room watching TV, her date magically pulled out three chili hot dogs from his backpack and then proceeded to eat them in the lady's bed, balanced on his stomach. Never even offered her a bite. Worst first date. How my man got three chili hot dogs in the backpack? Tie your shoes because you tripping. Hold on. Did he stop off before? Like, did he stop off at the 7-Eleven before and was like, give me three of them, them you know what, and give me some chili on top of it, too? Like, and my thing is, and how did he transport it in this bag? How are they? They must have been packaged pretty darn good in his backpack. Because all I'm saying is I can't even manage to carry a chili cheese dog from my kitchen to my kitchen table without spilling something on me. Here's the thing, and this is a little bit, I know I'm weird and I'm probably the only one that feels this way. But anytime I go to a person's house that I've never been to before, like, I don't, I don't want to say I get anxiety, but I'm really nervous. You know, I don't know. Do you get that feeling? It's like, I've never been here before. Oh, yeah. I don't know you. I don't know what's comfortable. I won't even go to the bathroom in somebody's house unless it, I, <laughs> I like it's got to be really bad, like really bad. But my man sat in this lady's room and pulled out three chili hot dogs. No, I'll tell you, comfortable. I'll tell you something else, too. So don't go to the bathroom in other people's places like before, even if they're like bathrooms down the hall. It's like first time it ain't going to happen. It's like I'll hold it the whole entire time. But I don't know about you. How about you in this situation um eating like i never eat more than one plate at somebody's house like even if they're like oh, yeah even if they're I like you look that. hungry i'm like nah 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 i'm good now if it's like somebody i really know i'm really comfortable with okay we'll, we'll see but here's the thing if everybody else is getting up and going for seconds then i'll go and get seconds but like but like if i'm the only one i'm not going to be the first one to go and get seconds. And if I'm at a group function at somebody's house, I'm not going to be the first one to go inside. Just like at the church, don't be the first one to stand up and raise your hands. Anyways, continue. All right, next one. Worst first date hashtag. I had was, oh, this lady said she had the worst first date she had was when her date picked her up and they went to a barbecue restaurant for dinner. The man ordered a large bowl of barbecue sauce and ate it with a spoon, just like soup, just the sauce. And apparently she finished her sandwich and then left. Like, he didn't get any barbecue, just ate barbecue sauce. That's kind of weird. I mean, my man had a preference. <laughs> my man, you know, he probably has a really, really... That's a cheap date right there. How much you think that barbecue sauce was compared to the food? Probably wasn't that much. 59 cents. I don't know. That's not, like, the worst thing, though. Like, it wasn't like he was gross. No, or not. He just had, like, a weird food deal. But see... It's not as bad as it's like, I got a great uncle, or I had a great uncle, he passed on, God rest his soul, but he used to literally, in restaurants, he would go around and like, or even at your family table, so say it's a big family table, if it looks like you weren't finishing your food, or you were talking for a while, and like the food was just sitting there, he would just grab your plate and start scooping that off onto his plate, and then, you know, there was other times where he would go around the restaurant and be like, you gonna eat that? To just like strangers. See, like, I feel like... You know, that's, I feel like that's a little bit more extreme. Like the barbecue sauce thing, people got weird preferences, bro. I've seen people eat butter out in public, like straight butter. Just like I've seen that before. I mean, people got their preferences, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, next one. Uh, this lady's date didn't drive, so she went to pick him up. Uh, the man offered to make some food, but the last thing she expected, since he said that he was a chef, was ramen noodles. He claimed to be really interested in fashion, but what he showed her was a paper bag underwear, each with its own moniker, and a belt buckle made of ice pop sticks. They went to a special event at the museum where he told everyone online that 
the lady was his future ex-girlfriend and that she was going to beat him up. Uh, he then asked a stilt walker who was very clearly dressed as a flamingo if she was a squirrel. That guy had to have either some mental issues or be on drugs. It's really hard to not say something about that. But, um, yeah, no, it, it sounds... Tie your shoes because you trip. What's wrong with you? Like, something's got to be up. Like, I I hope that guy's all right. Like, because uh, people like that in public scared me acting like that. The ramen noodle thing is not that bad because it's like, hey, maybe that's all he had. But, like, the belt buckle and the paper bag underwear, that's a little much. I'll let you in on a little insider secret about ramen noodles. Like, if you go to a ramen restaurant, it's they're, they're serving you pretty much the same thing. It's just a fancy ramen noodle packet they basically serve you. So, I mean, that's not too crazy. I've seen a lot of people doctor up ramen noodles real fancy-like. Cool deal. All right. So, uh, this next one. This lady's date, us. Uh, sat down and they met at a, din a diner and he refused to order anything. Uh, the woman waiting on them said that he had to order or leave and he just stared at her. The date was kind and she ordered him some fries. He then proceeded to talk about how he's passionate about levers. Yes, levers. He builds them for fun. They're not attached to anything or do anything except go up and down. Levers of all different sizes and colors. The man talked about levers for hours. Afterward, when the lady got home, uh, her date texted her and said uh, that she wanted or that he wanted her to use her feet on his levers while he took pictures, which was really weird. So my man talked about levers for like a good solid two hours. That's weird. What kind of okay? What kind of engineering? Uh, tie your shoes because you What the heck, man? Levers. So we're talking about levers like the the device, like a like a lever, like you just would, a straight lever. Yep, just levers. I don't know you how you can talk about hours? levers for two hours, but apparently you can. And I thought I was something for being able to talk about planes for two hours. I thought that was something. But anyways, levers, jeez, Lou. Yeah, that something, something's off there. I don't know what's going on with him. Crazy. These next three are from actually the male perspective. So it's about males having a worse first date. Um, so... This guy said that his date picked him up and that they used two hour street parking when they went to go see a movie. But the movie was Interstellar and Interstellar is like three and a, like three hours long. Like it's a really long movie. Uh, so they had to leave about 20 minutes before the end of the movie to get to the car to get to her car in time. And he still hasn't seen the end. So could you imagine having to walk out of the movie because uh Two hour parking. I mean, in her defense, though, she probably didn't realize that the movie was longer than two hours because most movies are about two hours long. So maybe he needs to tie his shoes because he's tripping. Yeah, that's not too, too bad. I mean, I can understand that. I mean, you don't want to get your car towed, especially if this is like somewhere up northeast. Um, I mean, they will tow your car in a heartbeat and it's expensive to get it out. It's like two, three hundred dollars to get it out. So it's like if it says two hour parking and it's two hour parking. Good on her for getting her behind out to that car and moving it so she's not owing a bunch of money. Yep, because Ponytail Don't Be Playing. That's a little reference to Parking Wars if you've ever seen that. It's a good show. All right, this next one. Uh, this guy was seeing a girl for a couple of weeks, and he actually was sweet and took her across the state to see Keith Urban and Taylor Swift pay, play in concert. Uh, the guy was nice. He fitted the bill for everything. He paid for the tickets, for the gas, for the food, for the hotel. Uh, and so when they started playing, uh, they started playing a song called I Want to Kiss a Girl by Keith Urban. And she turns to him and says, I wish I found you attractive so I could kiss you. So then they finished the show and it was a two and a half hour drive back home. 
That's really awkward. She said, I wish you were attractive so I could kiss you. That's pretty messed up. That's a hard reject. And imagine already spending the money. Actually, I've been there before where I've already spent the money and some girl said that to me. But at the same time, it's not. That's that's terrible. Like, my thing is, as bad as this is, common courtesy dictates, and I feel like in this situation it does as well, just don't tell the guy, right? Like, you don't have to kiss him. You don't have to do nothing. Like, literally just enjoy the show, go home, and don't ever call him never again. You know, it's better to left things unsaid sometimes. Exactly. All right, last one. Uh, one time this guy, uh, he w took this girl to see a movie, and they were having a great time. Uh, they hit it off really good, and so she invited him back to her place. Um, the address was slightly different than where he picked her up at, so he was slightly confused and a little bit wary at this point, but decided to carry on. Turns out it was her boyfriend's house. He made dinner and was a nice enough guy, but it was still super awkward. To this day, I'm still not sure what her endgame was. Dang, bro. Like, he went on a full-on date. And she was like, hey, why don't you come back to my place? And then it's her boyfriend's house? That's pretty weird. Yeah. See, my thing is, if, if somebody did that to me, like, if a lady did that to me, I'd be pretty convinced that, like, they were going to try to rob me or something was going to happen. Like, I... I if, if that happened, I'd be like, okay, something illegal is definitely going on. I'm getting out of here right now. Yeah, I'd be like, mm, sorry, I'm getting out. This is really awkward. Sorry about you. But I've known some people like that. They're like, oh, this wasn't a date. But then it was like a full-on date, and they just played dumb. But, yep, that was Tie Your Shoes Because You Tripping. Next segment is the Donut Hole. And Woo! me and Micah are going to kind of play a game. And it's going to be the best pickup line challenge now fellas you might want to use these you can i honestly have never had a pickup line that have, has ever worked for me so uh but we're gonna see what happens besides getting the ladies to laugh i mean that might be all you get from it but hey you know if you're looking for a cheap laugh use these that's usually what happens they usually laugh and be like oh that's cute and then they'll be like you want to go out and they're like no loser <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly how They're like, I'm not going to go out with you because you used to pick a line on me. Okay. Um, but, you know, it's all good. So the way this game is going to work, we're going to go back and forth. And if I laugh or Micah laughs, then uh, we lose a point. We'll see who wins or we'll see whose who's pickup lines are, are best. Uh, all right, I'll let you go first. Did you get your license suspended for driving these guys all crazy? That's pretty good. Was your dad a boxer? Because, dang, you're a knockout. I'm learning about important dates in history. Do you want to be one of them? Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Are you a parking ticket? Because you got farm written all over you. Hey, baby. You a bank loan? Because you got my interest. Would you grab my arm so I could tell my friends that I've been touched by an angel? Are you a time traveler? Because I can see you in my future. Boo! Boo! You know what that sound is? That's the sound of the ambulance coming to take me away because the sight of you stopped my heart. I didn't have this one on the list, but I'm, I'm going to pull it out by now. Is that a mirror in your pocket? Don't, 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 don't. That's a, nope, that's a, that's not family friendly. That's not family friendly. Friendly friendly show. That's not family friendly. You can cut that out then. That's fine. <laughs> Are you Australian? Because you meet all of my qualifications. You must be a broom because you swept me off my feet. You know what's on the menu? Me and you. 
Oh, I think there's something wrong with my phone. I think it's broken because your number's not in it. Neither one of us really laughed. There were several of them that I was trying not to laugh at. But... Yeah, yeah. It's pretty interesting, man. Some of those are good. Uh, so, fellas, shoot your shot. Apparently, um, today is Galentine's Day. I think that's just a fake holiday that girls, single girls made up to make themselves feel better. But anyways, uh, segue into what fries my donuts and Michael, what fries your donuts? Uh, well, we're going to digress from Valentine's Day and relationship stuff. And we're going to go into, um, well, I guess it's a relationship of some kind because it's relationship with most of these. This instance is people at work. But, Chris, what fries my donuts is when people lie about dumb things. Like, my thing is, I don't like liars to begin with. Nobody really does, right? But what I don't like in particular is when it's really stupid items and when it's things that I'm going to obviously find out about. I'm going to give you an ancient example. And there's a couple of examples here, but both are from work. One, so I used to work in the restaurant industry, right? And, um... Wasn't quite a manager, but, you know, still was a senior member of the team, so still, you know, tasked people with doing certain things. And there was this new person, and they would consistently tell me, because we had a checklist of everything that needed to be done, and they would go over there and they would check, 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 check. And so they'd be like, all right, I'm leaving. And so I would ask, hey, so you got everything on the checklist done? Yeah. Well, what am I going to go do? I'm going to go check it. Especially because the first few times that this happened, um, I would like for, we had a walk-in cooler and you had to mop this walk-in cooler. And as Chris knows, um, and a lot of food safety folks know, if you don't mop the cooler and clean the cooler, it becomes a uh, safety and health hazard very, very quickly. And so it's incredibly important that you clean that thing out every single day. You mop it, you make sure it's clean. And so this person would check that block and you would say, you, you got that done, including mopping that? Oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. And you'd go in there and it was absolutely filthy. And you could tell, you know, nobody's touched this today. Nobody has touched this today. But then when you confront these people about it, they're like, no, what are you talking about? And then they even try to use the whole, oh, I'm new I'm new. No, no, no. That's not a new thing. Lying has nothing to do with you being new, in my opinion. I just don't like it when people lie about that dumb stuff. Do you expect me not to find out? Like, I mean, seriously, do you not expect me to find out? The second example, and this is here recent, um, and this is also with a new person, and it's the same exact thing that's going on. Um, but I asked this person, you know, because I was tasked with making sure that they were ready to work and ready to do their job properly. So I take that job very, very seriously. And so it was the day before they were supposed to start their actual job function. And I've asked them, I said, and I've given them a checklist at this point. And I said, listen, do you have any questions about anything that are on the checklist? And like this checklist was very comprehensive. Like, I mean, it spelled everything out. It literally gave him everything that he needed to do. So he had been telling me each and every day, like, yeah, I checked this off. I did that. I did that. He asked me certain questions. I also was in training with him. So I saw him do certain things on this checklist and all this stuff. Right. And what ends up happening, I put him in the job, say, okay, great congratulations, you're out of training, go ahead and start your job function. He falls on his face and says, oh, I don't know how to do this, I don't have access to this, I don't have this, I don't have that. When I asked him full on multiple times and said, listen, 
If you don't have it or you don't understand what's going on or you need help or if there's something on this checklist you can't figure out, come and get me. I have no problem with helping out. You know, nobody at this job has any problem helping out. But he bold-faced lied, no, 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 it's pretty self-explanatory. And each time I asked him, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. So I had the confidence to put him out there. And then he made me look like an idiot on the back end because he lied to me. And he told me that he knew and was doing everything. And I find out that he was not, and he was not doing the right thing. He wasn't, you know, I would say probably half of that checklist in most of his major job functions, he did not do what he was supposed to do. It just, ah, oh man, that really fries my donuts. I can't can't describe to you how much that just really gets to me, man. Yeah, it's stupid to lie about dumb stuff because the truth is going to eventually find you out. And it's, it is frustrating because it's like, then you got to go back and do double the work, I kind of feel like, if you trust them to do something and then you you don't really know if you trust them to get it all the way done. So you're kind of like, it would have just been easier. Yeah, you got to hold their hand and it would just been easier to uh, do it yourself rather than wait on them to do it and then go back and check it and then eventually clean up their mess. But no, I get that. And see, the thing is, um, it's like if I'm going to have to hold your hand, because all these things were things they only they could do. Like, I did my part. I did the only part that I can do. It was all things that they had to do on their own. And it, it's just one of those things to where if I got to hold your hand and walk you through this, fine. I don't mind. I understand that you're new. We're going to give you that grace. But at the same time, don't lie to me and say, oh, it's a piece of cake. Oh, it's no big deal because, you know... It's not just you that's looking like a fool out there. You know, I, it's it's making me look like a fool. Like I didn't, you know, teach you properly or give you the right tools and everything. When in fact, all the resources are at your fingertips. It's just really, but I just don't understand why lie about that stuff. It is double work because we could have just went through it in the first place together if it was that hard. I think it's just kind of, uh, I'm not really sure to do it and i'd rather admit that i know how to do it than not because it it is very vulnerable to be like hey i don't know this but you don't know what you don't know and so it's better to ask for help but sometimes people maybe they feel embarrassed or ashamed and that's why they lie and say that they can do it that's that's fine it's just it's just aggravating because it's like i guess most people that know me and chris knows me very well i'm a very easygoing guy especially at work you know um I try to be the best boss possible. I try not to be very hard-nosed at people. And so it's one of those things, because from day one I told him, like, hey, listen, ask questions, do what you need to do. You know what I mean? Ask the questions you need to ask. There is no such thing as a stupid question. You're not going to annoy the crap out of me. Just just ask it. You're new. Even use that to your advantage. You can tell people, hey, I'm new, I need to ask. And you can ask all you want. And I don't know, even it's like giving that inviting I feel like giving that inviting presence like, hey, you can do these things and telling that person right off the bat, you know, it's just kind of a frustrating thing. But people going to be people and they're going to do what they're going to do, man. So don't lie about it because it'll eventually come out. And if you don't know how to do something, uh, you can fake it, but then it, it eventually it's going to catch up with you. So it's better to I'll smack. The yeah, it's, your mouth it's better to admit <laughs> it and all that good stuff. So. You got anything else to add to that? Nah, man. I'm ready to move on to the mystery donut if you are. Yeah, let's let's go, bro. We're going to go into our mystery donut, which is our improv segment. Uh, so we're going to do a game. We're going to do questions only. Oh, yeah. Cool deal. Questions only. 
It's the game where you can only ask questions if you couldn't figure that out from the title. So what scenario are we going to do? Well, I think so. We're on the Valentine's Day episode. We should try to look for something here in the the pot here that is uh, Valentine's related. Speed dating. Uh, We can do speed dating. That's fine. Have you ever done speed dating? I've never done it. I've just seen it on TV. I've never done speed dating. I know the general premise. I think that was a big thing in the 90s. I think it kind of phased out when the internet came about. But yeah, we can can do that. All right. I'll start. Do you think we're going to have any matches at this speed dating? Do you think there are going to be any ugly girls here? What if there are? What if they're not? What if there's no blonde girls here at this speed dating? Why would I even want to be here if there's not going to be blonde girls? How would you feel if a girl told you that she didn't like the Dallas Cowboys? Why would you even ask me a question like that? Why would you not prepare yourself for the possibility that that question may arise? Why do you think that question would even happen? We're in Dallas. Don't you think you should have an open mind? I'm not the one with the... (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) I messed up. Here, we could do another scenario. All right, cool deal. Uh, you got a scenario for us? Yeah, so I pulled one out of the hat at a concert. Okay, at a concert. Cool deal. I'll let you go first. Do you think I'll need hearing protection? Who's even playing at this concert anyway? Do you think they'll fall off the stage? Is The weekend going to be here? Is that guy going to punch him in the face? Did you see when 50 Cent hung upside down at the Super Bowl show? That guy's security? I could totally get past him. Will 50 Cent hang upside down at this concert? Do you think that one Boondocks character was based on 50 Cent? When did you see the Boondocks? When did I not see the Boondocks? What is your favorite episode of the Boondocks? What episode isn't my favorite, Christopher? Why won't you pick a favorite episode? Why are you trying to not get me to answer this question? Why are you avoiding the question? Because question only is the game. <laughs> Alright, I think we got time for one more. Okay, so let's see. What's another scenario? Uh, at a wedding. That's Valentine's Day. I'll start. Okay. Can you believe that they're not having an open bar? Do you think they're going to be mad that I wore white too? Do you think the groom is even going to show up? Do you think I have a shot with the bridesmaid? Do you think you have the shot with the bridesmaid? I don't know, Christopher. Do I? I don't know if that was the question. Oh, dang it. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Cool deal. Well, we're going to segue into our positive advice, right? Yep. Our positive advice. Um, if it wasn't a question, then I definitely lost that I was 0 for 3. You did really well in that round. But yeah, our eclairs, our positive advice, I'll start. So uh, my positive advice for this week, you know, we talk about purposeful rest and everything like that. What I think is a very important part of that, and I'm going to try to do more of, and this is really me talking to myself, um, to take trips, to break up the mundane of regular life. I know sometimes trips aren't feasible and things like that. And I'm not talking about big, lavish, crazy trips to Dubai or anything like that. But, I mean, hey, like for folks here in Texas, going to the Texas coast. It's not the best coast, but, hey, you go down there, you have a few days, you come back, give a chance to refresh and recharge. Um, I'm planning a few trips myself, and uh, I'm sure Chris and I are going to hit something up at some point um, here soon as well. But just take some trips to break up the mundane it's very easy to get into a rut doing the same old same old every single day so just make sure you take trips to break that up yeah for sure man uh you're not gonna remember the money you're gonna remember the trips now i'm not saying to go out ball out and get a hundred thousand dollars in debt but you'll definitely remember the memories uh and money can wait so my positive advice is to be careful when you judge people because i'm talking to myself because 
uh, it's really easy to look at somebody and just judge them based on either their outward appearance or their circumstances. But you never really know what's going on behind the scenes. And uh, the Lord really had to deal with me a lot early when I was younger um, in my teens and early 20s because I would look at people like people that would drive a car without a fender or people that would get married with no job or didn't even have a job at all. And so it was interesting how the Lord definitely every situation I judged somebody in like hard, hard and said, oh, I don't understand why this person would do that. Then I ended up being in that situation. And so it was kind of a thing of like, hey, you never really understand what people are going through and never know the backstory until you're in those positions, especially even with leadership. Like a lot of people criticize uh, leaders and even with sports, you armchair quarterback and be like, well, this person should have done this and that. But would you do any different if you were in that position? Like you don't know how you're going to act until you're in those circumstances. So give people grace, man, because you never know what's going on behind the scenes and don't be so quick to judge. Yeah, that's a really good one. Cause I'll tell you the biggest one that I always see that in is uh, sports, right? People always are like, oh man, these sports guys, they're making so much money. They should just shut up and they're just making their money. And they're under so much pressure that you would never understand until you're, you know, they're, it, it's, you know, the, likelihood of making it to a professional sport is minute you know you're talking tenths of percents so the thing that just the fact of them being there isn't a major accomplishment um but no i definitely get what you're saying man it's just it's really easy to be like oh man you know that guy or that gal but to put it in small perspective for you like even with the wwe of course they have to book their shows and they have to write their shows and all that good stuff right so recently and i know this sounds stupid but on the new wwe game that came out there's a section where you can be like the gm and you have to book the shows with all your talent and you have a budget and it like each week you have all these factors that cost in and it's like it was a little bit harder than i thought to like book a good show because like you would book some, book a match and then the crowd would hate it and you'd be like oh i thought that was a good match and then you lost a whole bunch of money or you gained a whole bunch of money and so it was a little bit more in depth so yeah i agree with you 100% but i'm going to get off of that that sounds uh, i'm just going to say one more thing that sounds a little bit like um, nba 2k um, they have same thing where you can be a GM of a basketball team, um, like an NBA basketball team. And it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty intense because, um, the GM is very, very involved. I would hate to be a GM first and foremost. I mean, that is, that is nuts, especially when you're talking about sports teams, injuries, building rosters, maintaining relationships. There is so much to it. It's, it's insane. It's insane. The amount of work that you have to do. And I mean, you, you talk about the NBA GM, it's the same thing on that game is you have to have relationships with pretty much all the players, all the front office staff as well. And you have to talk to them on a regular basis. Uh, you have, you know, of course the owner that you're reporting to. And so, and then you got people getting injured and all you got all sorts of stuff going. It's, it's insane, man. But yeah, I totally get you. Cool deal. Well, we've had a great time here. Go like, comment, subscribe. Check us out at tvtrashcan.com. That's tvtrashcan.com. We have a lot of you guys listening to us, but go find our social media pages. Like us, share us. Uh, word of mouth has been great, and we appreciate you guys. So uh, we love you guys. And you got anything else to add before we close the show? Nah, man. I think we're ready to take this box out to the trash. All right. Well, we're going to sign off. I'm Chris. And I'm Micah. You've been listening to the Donut Box Podcast. Deuces. Don't screw up Valentine's Day. Get your girl mad at you. Okay, bye.